Sports Network proudly presents East Central Regional Softball Action from Montgomery. Today's game is brought to you in part by the Knowles Group, Southern Union State Community College, First Bank of Alabama, WM Grocery, H&M Drugs, Farm Boys, The Chuck House, The Car Clinic, State Farm Agent Ken Seifert, Robertson's Air Repair, Old Station Engraving, Ray Bucks, Downtown 56, Meadows Farm Equipment, and the Randolph Leader. Stay tuned for live action of the East Central Softball Regionals in Montgomery, Alabama. Now let's go out to the park. From the capital city of Montgomery, Alabama, welcome to iSchool Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Lady Cat postseason softball. Live from Gloon Park from the AHSAA 1A East Central Regional, I'm Taylor Jones. This Lady Cat team enters the regional round as champions of Area 8. Last Thursday, Woodland hosted the Area 8 tournament and took down Winterboro, Talladega County Central, and Wadley by outscoring them 41 to nothing in those three games. Those numbers go hand-in-hand -hand with what they were able to do against area foes in the regular season, where they outscored their area opponents 107 to nothing in six total games. Led by a balanced attack all over the roster, Woodland is ready to show why they are prepared to make a run at Oxford. Success in multiple weekend tournaments against quality opponents such as a feisty Raglan team that they will see this week here in Montgomery again have led Woodland to this point. The road to a blue map begins today against the Thunder from Jacksonville Christian, runner-up from Area 10. First pitch between Woodland and Jacksonville Christian is moments away, live on iSchool Sports Network. A story of tradition eclipsing 100 years, a foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success. Downtown 56 Pizza Grill, 1133 Main Street in Roanoke, Tuesday through Thursday, 4 to 8, and Friday and Saturday, 4 to 9. Phone number 334-863-5656. Dine-in or takeout is available. Pizza and calzones, boneless wing basket, hot wings with a wide assortment of flavors. Available in mild, hot, and extremely hot. Traditional favorites like hamburger, cheeseburger, chicken fingers, and sliders. Get by Downtown 56 Pizza and Grill. Go by today, 1133 Main Street in Roanoke. This is Woodland Lady Cat postseason softball live on iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. We are getting ready for game number one between the Woodland Lady Cats and the Jacksonville Christian Academy Thunder. Taking the field first will be the Woodland Lady Cats. They will be in the first base dugout. Jacksonville Christian will occupy the third base. And since Woodland is in the field first, we will take a look at how they look in the field Playing first base today is going to be number 21, Josie Cross. Maddie Mitchell will be playing second base. Playing third base today, Juliana Lovern. And at shortstop will be Leah Williamson. Left, center, and right field, as we read it, Jaden Herring, Taylor Wilson, and Ella Waits. The battery today is going to be Chloe Chapel. She will be catching number eight, Mackenzie McCormick. Mackenzie McCormick coming in to today's game. This will be her ninth appearance overall, and all of those appearances have been starts. 
Coming into today's game, 26 and one-third innings with 2.96 ERA. Uh, ERA, she struck out 30 batters, and she has walked eight. She is 3-0. and oh. The last game that she pitched before coming into the regional was back on May the 6th. That was the area tournament last Thursday against Winterboro. In three innings pitch, she struck out eight batters, issued zero walks, and allowed zero hits, which was, of course, part of why the reason that they are uh, here today 41 to nothing they outscored their area opponents last week in the Area 8 tournament. Starting lineup for the Jacksonville Christian Thunder will have Aaron Prater, Hannah Clayton, Rebecca Carter, Crimson Clay, Abby Stovall, and Ella Kynes. First pitch coming up in a second. We'll give you the rest in a moment. First pitch is going to be taken high for ball number one to Aaron Prater. Uh, seven, eight, and nine will be Kara Grace, Amelia Morales, and J.C. Brackett. Again, that's Prater, Clayton, Carter, Clay, Stovall, Kynes. Next pitch is going to be taken knee high on the inside corner for ball two. Two balls and no strikes to Aaron Prater. Ella Kynes, Kara Grace, and Amelia Morales. 2-0 from McCormick. Off speed, letter high. Just missing, I guess, for ball three. All three of her pitches, they've been out of the zone, but not by a whole lot. See what 3-0 is here. Off speed. Got her. That one middle of the plate about chest high, maybe an inch or two lower than that pitch before. Cormac will get a quick look at the wristband, and we'll get ready for the 3-1. Off speed, and it will roll slowly down the third baseline. Foul kind of hugged the line for a second before hitting a groove in the dirt and rolling to the left. Woodland, the Area 8 winners, taking on the Area 10 runner-up of Jacksonville Christian. The winner of that area being Ragland. will be taken on Wadley in about an hour or so. Next pitch, high for ball four. Had Prater 3-0 before uh, throwing one right down the zone and then another foul that was a slow roller down the third baseline. There's now one runner on for Hannah Clayton. First pitch to Clayton inside off the knees for a ball. One ball, no strikes to Hannah Clayton. Rebecca Carter will be on deck. Says the first game of the East Central Regional for the Woodland Lady Cats. Outside corner, not going to get it. So the one thing we're learning right now is it's got to be right in the zone, very tight so far from this home plate umpire. Two zero, that one's gonna be high for ball three. Yeah, and there's there's not a lot of people up here in this press box here at Lagoon Park, but <laughs> the ones that are up here are kind of scratching their heads a little bit as well at some of the pitches that they're getting. 3-0, walk. No, they're going to call that one a strike. That one knee-high on the inside corner. I felt like that one had more of a right to be called a ball than several of the others, but we'll take it. So we got a 3-1 count. Swing and a miss for strike two. So McCormick fighting back now after being down 3-0. She's now caught back up 3-2. Very similar to what happened in that last at bat. McCormick will look down at her left wrist as she gets the call from 
Coach Kayla Shelton in that first base dugout. Next pitch, firing. Going to be a slow ground ball to Mitchell. Mitchell will toss to second for one. The throw to first is not going to be in time. It was a great throw by Williamson, who was covering the second base bag, but it kind of slipped out and hopped over to cross covering, and she could not catch the ball and keep her foot on the bag at the same time. So that will go down as a 4-6 to six fielder's choice. Hannah Clayton now over at first base. Aaron Prater is off, and that brings up Rebecca Carter. First pitch is going to be foul down the left field line for strike one. Just a very muggy day here in Montgomery, Alabama. First pitch overcast, 69 degrees. Off-speed pitch is going to get through the hole down the left side and roll in the left field for Herring. Herring will bobble it. It will be Taylor Wilson coming up with it, throwing it to third base, and that throw will not be in time. So now there are runners at uh, second and third now with that base hit from Rebecca Carter. Casual ground ball there from Rebecca Carter that found the hole over by Williamson. First pitch going to be taken high to Crimson Clay. Crimson Clay will be the starting pitcher for the Thunder today. Crimson, her name K-R-Y-M-S-O-N. Next pitch from McCormick on the corner. No, not going to get it. Two balls and no strikes for Mackenzie McCormick facing Crimson Clay. Next pitch coming. Swing and a miss at a pitch inside. They're going to say she got a piece of it. But either way, that's going to count towards McCormick there for a strike. Two balls, one strike to Clay. Got Rebecca Carter on second base. Hannah Clayton on third. In this scoreless game here in the first inning. Ground ball right back to McCormick. She'll eye third. Going to throw over to Chloe Chapel, and she'll walk uh, Clayton back over to third. So in order to not give up the run, she's going to sacrifice the hit. Not a bad idea there. So now the bases are loaded. You get a, a play at any plate. And here comes the fifth-place batter, Abby Stovall. So really nobody advances except Clay, and now there's going to be a brief timeout as the infield will come in and talk with Mackenzie McCormick. I believe Coach Kayla Shelton's going to go out there as well just to try to calm everybody down. And also you've got bases loaded. How do you want to play it? Woodland, Jacksonville, Christian here from Lagoon Park. Already a very busy day. We're up here at Field 1, and Field 1 gets a very nice look at the parking lot that's just beyond the center field fence here at Field 1, and it is loaded up. I know we got here today, Tim Altorks uh, with us as well. He came, uh, probably got in about 10 minutes or so after I did, and we both struggled trying to find a parking spot. Which is amazing because, you know, this time last year there was no such thing as softball. We had been in the middle of a pandemic for about 90 days or so at this point, and thankfully that's all starting to slowly get back to normal. Meeting is over. First pitch coming from McCormick. It'll be a ground ball to McCormick. She'll throw home, not in time, as she slips in the dirt. And it's going to be one to nothing, Jacksonville Christian. 
just a tough play right there. The strategy was right there, but McCormick, who had to go over to her left side, slid in the dirt trying to throw it back to Chapel, covering the plate and the throw, and the tag were not in time, so it's now one nothing Thunder. So the bases remain loaded. It's going to be a foul ball to Ella Kynes. Coming in to score on that play was Hannah Clayton, Rebecca Carter now at third, Crimson Clay at second, Abby Stovall at first. Last couple of batters have gone the way of McCormick as she's throwing a couple of first pitch strikes of these last two batters. Next pitch, another ground ball to McCormick. She'll go home this time, and that throw is going to be in time for out number two. Only had to take about two or three side steps to her left, and McCormick fielded it, threw it right over to Chloe Chapel, covering the plate at home, and that is out number two. Bases remain loaded, but you got to feel a little bit better about this inning now. First pitch going to be on the low corner that time for called strike, so... Let that happen again. Three batters in a row. We've gotten a first pitch strike. This time it's Kara Grace at the plate. A one on the inside, but she'll swing. Doesn't look like. I think she may have gotten a piece of it. And it will go 0 2. Cormacle. Step behind the rubber, look at her wrist, get ready for the 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. Actually, no, she did get a piece of it. The throw to first is going to be in time for out number three. So a good job there from Chapel to make the play, and that will do it for the first inning of play for Jacksonville Christian. Jacksonville Christian, they leave the bases loaded. They get one across in the top half of the first. We're going to the bottom half of the first inning, and the Lady Cats are coming up. This is Lady Cat Postseason Softball live on iSchoolSportsNetwork.com, powered by the Knowles Group. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other marketing names, products, or services here, independent of SPF. To the bottom of the first inning we go. Jacksonville Christian grabbing an early one to nothing lead over Woodland. And it's time now for today's starting lineups brought to you by Lacey Garner at JC Hairco in Woodland. Men's, women's, and children's haircuts as well as coloring services. Call or text for an appointment today at 256-452-6239. Batting first, wearing number eight, and pitching today is going to be Mackenzie McCormick. Batting second, playing center field, wearing number 25, Taylor Wilson. Batting third, wearing number three, and playing third base, Juliana Lover. The cleanup spot today will belong to second baseman number 11, Maddie Mitchell. Batting fifth today, number 10, shortstop Leah Williamson. Batting sixth, number 15, left fielder Jaden Herring. Batting seventh will be number 21, first baseman Josie Cross. Designated player batting for Chloe Chapel today is going to be number nine, Kaylee Crenshaw. And rounding out the top nine will be number one right fielder Ella Waits. Again, that's McCormick, Wilson, Lovern, Will, uh, Williamson, Herring, Cross, 
and uh, Kaylee Crenshaw and Ella Waits. First pitch coming to McCormick, going to be taken on the high corner for surprisingly strike one. Get you the fielding alignment for Jacksonville Christian following this pitch. 0-1 to McCormick inside. She'll drive it, and that will just curve in foul. Not a bad line drive there, just a little over the head of the third base when it kept carrying, but the wind that's blowing about eight miles per hour we're seeing is blowing it right into foul territory. So McCormick will come back for an 0-2 count. McCormick, 10 home runs on the year from the leadoff spot. And pitcher Crimson Clay going to ask for a brand-new softball. It's a little cleaner, a little drier. She gets it, and we're now ready to go again. Clay will look down at her wristband on her left wrist, getting ready to fire the 0-2 pitch to Mack. Mack going to take this one high about face mask high and outside for ball one. One ball and two strikes to the sophomore McCormick. Clay will step back in, gets ready to fire. One, two, inside pitch, fly ball left side, making the play is going to be Amelia Morales for out number one. Just a high fly ball over to left field, and that'll take care of McCormick for inning number one, and they'll now bring up number 25, Taylor Wilson. First base today for the Thunder, J.C. Brackett. Second base is Aaron Prater. Third base, Abby Stovall. Shortstop is Hannah Clayton. Left, center, and right, Amelia Morales, Kara Grace, and Ella Kynes. First pitch is going to be taken high and away for ball one to Taylor Wilson. Battery today for the Thunder. Catching is going to be Rebecca Carter, and in the circle, Crimson Clay. Another off-speed pitch high for ball two to Taylor Wilson, 2-0. Taylor Wilson, a player that just seems that every opportunity she gets, it's better than the last one she had. Next pitch coming. That one going to be inside off the belt high. Good eye, Taylor, for ball three. Three balls, no strikes to Wilson. She's appeared in all 42 games so far, and that next pitch is going to be taken same spot again for a ball four, and now she's on base for Juliana Lovern. Out of all the games that she's played, she's played in 42, as we mentioned, has at least two hits in 11 of those games. So now here's Juliana Lovern coming in, batting 375 with four homers and 23 RBI. First pitch she sees is going to be in there for called strike. That one, one of those borderline ones. I won't argue too much about that one, but looks like it kind of snuck right back into the zone at the last second for a strike. Next pitch, high corner for ball one. One ball and one strike. Clay hasn't thrown too many pitches in this game, but the one thing we do know is she likes to go outside. 1-1. One, one. Lovern thinking about bunning. Wilson going over to second. The throw is in time, but the shortstop covering could not get the tag down in time, so gives uh, Taylor Wilson a stolen base there. Runner in scoring position for Juliana Lovern. Again, one of those Power hitters that can get it done. She had a home run last week against uh, Winterboro. That's going to be a fly ball. Will it stay in play? I believe it will. It will be the third baseman making the play for Jacksonville Christian for out number two. And that was Abby Stovall in the 
F5. So now there are two down, and it's time for the cleanup batter, Maddie Mitchell. Madison Mitchell, uh, one of the two seniors on this team, alongside Josie Cross, and just what can she not do? First pitch, high and outside for ball one. Uh, Randolph leader player of the year two years ago, Maddie Mitchell. Comes in with six home runs, batting 526. High and outside again for ball two. There's a couple of players that are still batting over 500 at this point in the year and a couple that are really close to getting their fly ball. It's going to get out of play, heads up left side as it goes uh, over to the walking path to our left. Count moves to one and two on Madison Mitchell. 61 hits on the year for Maddie. She gets another inside pitch, and she'll crank that one down the left side, and that's going to land in the walking path again, but a little bit further down than that last one. Steps back in the box again with a 2-2 count. She straightens that one up. That's going to drop in left field. They're going to send Taylor Wilson home, and Woodland has tied this game up at one here in the first. I knew if Maddie could just straighten it up, she was going to find a gap somewhere, and she did. That's an RBI single for Mitchell. Wilson comes in to score from second, and it's one-to-one -one here in the bottom of the first. And I wish I could tell you, Jacksonville Christian, it gets better here, but it doesn't. Leah, Wilson ste or Leah Williamson stepping up to the plate now. 360 with 19 RBI. First pitch, collarbone high, no strike. If we can somehow get her on the base paths, I like her chances coming across the score as well. Next pitch, same spot, little to the west. That's going to be taken for ball two. Two balls, no strikes to Leah Williamson. Leah Williamson, of course, the... Uh, Team lead and in walks, and she also has 33 stolen bases. That pitch is going to come inside. They're going to say that it hit her around the ankle, and she'll gladly get on base that way. So that will move Maddie over to second, Leah Williamson at first, and that brings up Jaden Herring. Jaden Herring last week in that area title game against Wadley had a Pretty impressive day. We'll have to tell you about that one if we've got time. First pitch, she sees she's going to swing under it for strike one. So Jaden Herring in that game, she was four for six in the area tournament in that Wadley game specifically, three for three. Had a double, a triple, and a home run. Next pitch, does that hit her? It is going to hit her on the knee. Bases are loaded now for Josie Cross. Two hit-by-pitches in a row for Crimson Clay and the Jacksonville Christian Thunder. Josie Cross has been known to crank them over the fence as well. 22 RBI, batting 431, the senior is. So Cross will step in, bases loaded. First pitch. Wanted to go at it, but wisely lays off as she'll take that one on the outside corner high for ball one.
One-to-one game here in the bottom half of the first inning from Lagoon Park. Another off-speed pitch taken about collarbone high, just missing for ball two. Two balls, no strikes to Josie Cross, Maddie Mitchell at third. Got Leah Williamson at second and Jaden at first. That's going to be a fly ball. That's going to drop off the wall. Maddie's going to come in to score, as will Leah Williamson. They'll all get there standing up, hustling around third and going home as Jaden Herring. It is four to one, Lady Cats. And Josie Cross hitting a gapper that was probably about another foot or two from going over the left field wall. She'll take a three RBI double, and it's now four to one, Cats. Wow. Credit her for a double. That is her sixth double on the year. And here comes Kaylee Crenshaw. So Mitchell came in to score, as did Leah Williamson from second, and Jaden Herring hustling around first. Two hit-by-pitches and an RBI single from Mitchell set that one up for Josie Cross. So now here's... Kaylee Crenshaw, first pitch she sees, going to be out of the zone for a ball. One ball, no strikes to Crenshaw, 385 with 11 RBI on the year. Next pitch inside, fly ball left field. Oh, catching the win and going foul. Been another nice little gapper just beyond third base if she could have gotten that one straight. But she'll get another opportunity here. Inside pitch, ground ball. That'll curve foul on the third baseline as well. One ball, two strikes to the designated player, Crenshaw. Crenshaw batting for Chloe Chapel, who will be her who is catching in this game today. Very even when you look at those two splitting time behind the plate. As uh, I believe Crenshaw has caught 92 and one-thirds innings, and um, Chloe Chapel's caught right at 92. It's one thing we noticed about um, we like about what uh, Coach Kayla Shelton has done because pitching-wise, of course, you've got uh, the main three that have pitched a lot of the games: uh, Juliana, Maddie, and. Josie Cross, they've all thrown right at 40 innings. So she definitely likes to split up the time between the battery. Wanted to go with that one, but that's going to be a little high for ball two to Kaylee Crenshaw. Two balls, two strikes, two out in the inning. Four runs have come across the score for the Lady Cats. Josie Cross doing a majority of that damage with a three RBI double. Inside pitch, and she'll foul this one off. Not bad to offer at that one. Not sure if. That one would have been called a strike. Another one of those borderline pitches on the inside part of the plate. Or as a lot of the major league announcers will say, the, the black of the plate just on the outside. Count remains 2-2. Next pitch to Crenshaw inside. She'll drive it, and that will hit off the fence down the left field line. I want to thank all of you guys for listening today. Those that couldn't make it out to Montgomery, Alabama. Very cloudy, a little windy today. We've got a little bit of a gust blowing out to the right. About a 30% chance of rain the rest of the day. Pops up, and it will be the catcher, Rebecca Carter, making the play behind the plate. 
and this inning is over. Woodland leaves a runner at second base, but they get four runs to come across the score, a heck of a way to answer for allowing a run in the top half of the first inning. We're going to the top of the second inning. Your score, Woodland 4, Jacksonville Christian 1. You're listening to Lady Cat Postseason Softball from iSchool Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. The all-new WM Grocery app for your smart device. The app is available in the App Store or Google Play. Download it today and save. You can view the weekly ad right on the app, make your shopping list, and earn points towards future store savings on the WM Grocery app. Also included are the deals of the week for even more savings. WM Grocery, locations in Wadawi, Roanoke, Heflin, and Piedmont. Make shopping easy with the all-new WM Grocery app from WM Grocery. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. To the bottom of the second we go. Your score, 4-1 to one in favor of the Lady Cats. Josie Cross in that last half inning getting a three-run double. Maddie Mitchell getting an RBI single in the bottom half of that inning. Uh, giving up some... Uh, giving some help there to Mackenzie McCormick, who's coming out in her second inning of work for the Lady Cats. First pitch going to be a ground ball to Maddie. Very quickly will field it. We'll throw over to Josie at first for out number one. That was Amelia Morales on the ground out, four to three. And here comes J.C. Brackett, the ninth-place batter in the lineup for Jacksonville Christian. Good way to answer for the Lady Cats there in that last half inning. First pitch taken off the shoe top slow for ball number one. Score update, the winner of this game will get the winner of Appalachian and Galesville. That game going over to our left, and we can conveniently see that score. Two to nothing, Appalachian in favor of Galesville. That game in the third inning. Next pitch going to be outside and high for ball two. Wadley fans who were listening to us today wondering where the Wadley game is, actually the game that was supposed to be played before theirs. It's a 5A game, I believe Shelby County and Leeds playing in that game. Next pitch will be inside for ball three. Uh, that game uh, having to be delayed by a little bit due to uh, the rain doing a little bit more damage to that field than Several of the others. Next pitch, they'll find it belt high for strike one. So a 3-1 count now to J.C. Brackett. That game, uh, we're hoping to get played probably about 3, 3.15 or so if you're looking for that game. But in the meantime, we invite you to stay here and listen to Woodland play. 3-1 swing over that one for Mackenzie McCormick. 3-2. We've seen her do it a handful of times in that last inning where she was down 3-0. Did that, maybe I think, maybe two times in the last inning, and she fought back to get a 3-2 count. Let's see what she does with it here. 3-2, offered at it, but uh, held up, and that's going to be a ball four walk. So runner on first as we go back to the top half of the Jacksonville Christian lineup for Aaron Prater. 
Aaron Prater, her last time up, got on via the walk. First pitch she sees going to pop up, and it will stay in play. No, it actually just snuck behind the uh, backstop. Good effort there from Brent Taylor, but couldn't quite make the play in time. He wanted it. That's the good thing. He wanted it, but he just couldn't quite uh, reel that one in behind the plate. So for the first time today, we will see a strike count on Aaron Prater. Off speed again, a little high for ball one. One ball, one strike, Aaron Prater, J.C. Bracken on first for the Jacksonville Christian Thunder in their half of the second inning, top half. Woodland leading four to one. Next pitch. Inside, fly ball left field, Herring going back, making the play easy for out number two. She'll quickly fire it back into the infield to keep Bracket over at first. Not a lot of time wasted here for Woodland here and there here in the top half of the second inning as they have two down, and here comes Hannah Clayton. Clayton got on, later came across to score. She did so on a fielder's choice. First pitch. Trying to frame it was Chloe Chapel. I thought she did a good job, but apparently the umpire wanted a little bit more. So it's going to be a 1-0 count to Clayton. Yeah, that play that she got on and later came across the score, Mitchell picked it up, threw it over to second. Williamson threw it back over to first, but it one-hopped over to cross. That next pitch is going to swing under that one for strike one. One ball, one strike. Great effort play there from Woodland, but as many of you know who watch a lot of softball or have played a lot of softball, you got to do a lot of things very quickly, and it was one of those things you just didn't have time to do no matter how flawlessly you executed it. Next pitch is going to be a foul ball, so move that count to two ball or one ball and two strikes. Next pitch coming. Swing and a miss. Strike three call, and this inning is over. Jacksonville Christian, they get one on, and they leave her stranded at first base. We go to the bottom half of the second inning where we'll see Ella Waits, Mackenzie McCormick, and Taylor Wilson you're listening to Lady Cat Postseason Softball from iSchool Sports Network. Woodland leads Jacksonville Christian 4-1. to Hey, it's Deshaun Davis, former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time, guaranteed, with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robinson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robinson Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robinson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. 
All AHSAA championships are made possible by the support of our corporate partners, Alabama Power Company, Alpha, Coca-Cola, Encore Rehabilitation, Cadence Bank, NFHS Network, and WOTM Television. These fine corporate citizens are worthy of your support, and a special thank you to our corporate partners. This public service message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. We go to the bottom half of the second inning where we'll see Ella Waits, Mackenzie McCormick, and Taylor Wilson step up to the plate. The lefty Ella Waits will step up. She'll show bunt, pull back, and that's a good decision as she'll take ball one. Right fielder Ella Waits batting 407 this year, two RBI. This will be her 13th game of the year played. Played a majority of her season with the JV team. Did pretty good. Decided to get the call up there at the uh, end of the season. Next pitch will take on the high corner for ball two. Interesting to see how this matchup goes, as I think this is the only left-handed hitter we'll see. She'll bunt it, quick throw over to first base in time. Slow roller out to the pitcher, uh, Crimson Clay. But the more impressive play there was over at first base, stretch from J.C. Brackett pulling it in and holding on to the ball that was thrown just a little to her left, and they hold on to get Ella Waits out. So now back to the top of the lineup for Mackenzie McCormick, fly out to left fielder last time up. Clay steps into the circle, gets ready to fire the first pitch to McCormick. That one's way outside. So far outside, I think that hit the Pike Road town limit sign. We're ready for 1-0. Fly ball left field. That one's way up there in foul territory, and the play cannot be made by Abby Stovall. Stovall had a lot of ground to cover there. Landed over in the uh, foul territory on the left side, halfway between third base and left field. Think about the dirt here at Lagoon Park. It's a little further back behind the Bags, fly ball, left center field, going back. It's over the wall. Mackenzie McCormick drills one. Left center field, that's home run number 11 on the season for McCormick, and it's 5-1. to one. Came close to knocking one out that last time out. She flew out to left field, landed about maybe 10 feet shy of the wall. 11 home runs on the season for Mackenzie McCormick. Uh, Got to look back and see exactly uh, how many RBI she has right now. It's a pretty impressive year. The 11th home run of the season for McCormick, 43rd RBI, and it's now 5-1, to one. Lady Cats. Seen several of those where they've gotten a lot of power. If they can ever straighten it up, it does wonders. Ask Maddie Mitchell there in the first inning. So in comes Taylor Wilson. Inside pitch, knee high. Just missed it for a ball. Next pitch, Wilson will pop this one up. That has a chance to drop. It's going to. It lands in no man's land right behind the second base bag. Going back to try to get that one was a shortstop, Clayton, as well as Aaron Prater. Kara Grace in center field had to cover a lot of ground in front of her. Neither one of them could get there in time as it lands just in the outfield grass. And that's going to be another hit for the Lady Cats. Second time today that Taylor Wilson's got on base. So now here's Juliana. All speed and high for Lover, taking for ball one. 
Taylor Wilson got on via walk last time. Made it over to second on a stolen base. Fly ball, Juliana. That one's going way back. See you later. No, it didn't. It actually bounced off the wall. Left fielder Amelia Morales gave up on it right before it went out. And it will be uh, ended up being a double for Juliana Lovren. She'll get to third base on the uh, on the throw. Taylor Wilson coming across the score, and that's going to be six to one. Credit Lovren with a double. She'll knock home Taylor Wilson. So now here comes Madison Mitchell. Mitchell, an RBI single her last time up. She later come across the score. That's going to be a line shot. That's going to be over the wall for a two-run shot. That one didn't have much hang time on it at all, but Maddie Mitchell drove that one to the left field wall. Three balls that had a shot of being a home run. Two have actually gone over. <laughs> it's now 8-1. to one. Holy cow. Two clutch hits so far for... Maddie Mitchell, that's home run number seven on the year, RBI number 45. And there will be a timeout taken. We'll take this time to uh, give you this message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. The AHSAA reminds fans that we all play a role in the education of our students. Parents, fans, and people in the community all set an example for students, whether they're aware of it or not. Help set a positive example in everything you do, both in the games and in your community. Good sportsmanship is what sets your school apart. A public service message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Score update from the game that we're concerned about the most, the uh, Appalachian versus Galesville game. That game currently in the third inning with Appalachian leading 7 to nothing. The winner of that game, of that game will get the winner of this game, and of course the loser will get the loser. So as of right now, if the games were to just magically end for whatever reason, Woodland would take on Appalachian at approximately 6 o'clock. So here comes Leah Williamson. Williamson, one of the two players in a row that Got hit by a pitch her last time up. Wants to go with that one. That's going to be outside for ball one. I think if that pitch had any drop to it, it would have been perfect to nail out of here. Two home runs in the inning. Mackenzie McCormick and Madison Mitchell. Fly ball left field. Leah Williamson, is that going to be gone? Are they going to call it foul? They're calling it fair. That's the third home run in the inning for the Lady Cats. That one kept going for a long, long time. Our vantage point, we couldn't tell if it hooked foul or not. But for Leah Williamson, another home run for the Woodland Lady Cats, her second of the season, RBI number 20. Wow. Hey, keep them coming. I'll take it. It's 9-1 to Woodland. Five runs coming across the score with only one out to show for it. Now here's Jaden Herring. Inside pitch to Jaden that will sneak through the catcher for ball one. So, yeah, in that last game against Woodland last week, or uh, excuse me, against Wadley last week, Jaden Herring had a double, a triple, and a home run. Another inside pitch for ball two. And you, you know, casual fan is, you know, thinking, hey, that's pretty good. And I think it's pretty good, too. Next pitch is outside for ball three. But when you really look at it, she was one uh, one thing off the checklist from getting a 
cycle. Didn't get the single. Next pitch, just inside the zone for ball or strike one. Three balls, one strike to Jaden Herring. Got the double, got the triple, got the homer. Didn't get the easiest part. It's going to be a slow ground ball to the shortstop. A quick throw to first is going to get Byer and rattle up against the fence behind the first base bag, so Jaden will reach safely. So now one runner on for Josie Cross. Josie Cross, the hero there in the first inning. With a three RBI double. What can she do here? That pitch going to be way outside. And Jaden Herring will. Now they're going to say that uh, Jaden Herring uh, went over to second base and the tag was delivered as she was pulled off the bag. So she was caught stealing. Two down in the inning. And here's Josie Cross. First pitch she saw was going to be out of the zone for a ball. Next pitch, going to be out of the zone. And it's always good to see good people out here at Lagoon Park. Not only do we see a handful of people from the Woodland community, that next pitch is going to be on the inside low corner for strike one. Two balls, one strike to Josie. Executive Director Steve Savarese here in Lagoon Park today. That's going to be a fly ball, and it will be the center fielder, Kara Grace, making the play, and this inning is over. Five runs come across the score for the Lady Cats, including three home runs. Mackenzie McCormick, Madison Mitchell, and Leah Williamson all knocking them over the left field wall. So we go to the top half of the third inning, Woodland 9, Jacksonville Christian 1. You're listening to Woodland Softball from iSchool Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Ray Bugs Farm Supply, now open and serving all of Randolph County and surrounding areas. New inventory arriving daily. A full-service farm supply store open Monday through Friday 7 until 5 and 7 until 3 on Saturdays. Ray Bugs Farm Supply. Our phone number is 256-449-2255. Our address, 23551 Highway 48 in Woodland. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Ray Bugs Farm Supply, now open in Woodland. Top of the third inning we go. Woodland leading Jacksonville Christian by a score of 9-1. to one. Three home runs in that last half inning for the Woodland Lady Cats. Mackenzie McCormick hit one. That was her 11th home run of the year. And then later in the inning, Maddie Mitchell and Leah Williamson go back-to-back, all of them going to the left side of the field, part of a five-run inning for the Lady Cats as they have extended their lead to 9-1. to one. Appalachian currently leading Galesville, seven to nothing. That game in the fourth inning. That's in the field to our left. Over on the right, we have Shelby County and Leeds. Why that game is important is because Wadley will take on uh, Ragland uh, after that game concludes. So if you're wondering uh, why you're not able to listen to Wadley softball, that's why. Fly ball left field. That's going to be off the wall. Herring will pick it up and will throw it back in and will. 
Throw over to Maddie. The throw awfully close to being on time would have had to deliver the tag. I uh, don't think that would have happened. Um, but that will be a very quick way to open the third inning for Rebecca Carter. Call that one a double, and here comes Crimson Clay. First pitch to Clay, going to be inside for a ball. So one ball, no strikes. Inside pitch, it just misses the dirt. The throw over to third base is not going to be in time. Good job by Williamson to back up Lovren on the throw. So that one one-hopped the plate. Taking advantage of that, it's going to be Carter. She's now over at third base for Crimson Clay. Crimson uh, reached on a single her last time up. Was left stranded at third. Next pitch. Letter high, just missing. Three zero to pitcher for Jacksonville Christian. It's always fun to check the pitcher versus pitcher battles whenever they come. That next pitch is going to miss the zone for ball four. So as of right now, McCormick versus Clay. Clay has a single and a walk. She's reached base both times for Mackenzie McCormick. Her her numbers uh, don't quite match up. She's only gotten on base one out of two opportunities, but she does have a solo home runoff of her, so I think we'll take that every time. Inside pitch. Let me taking for a ball. To Abby Stovall. Coming up next will be Ella Kynes. No down in the inning. 1-0 count, two on. Off-speed pitch, she'll line shot that one over the first base wall. We've got a couple of Wadley players over there, Kenzie Gillen, the Bay of I, Coach Karen Beverly, Buck Bird song over there as well. All four of them had the chance to make the play, but just a little off their reach. So with the foul ball, it moves the count to one ball, one strike. Another ground ball left side. It's going to roll foul before it gets to the bag. Juliana Lovren will kill it and throw it back inside. Runners on second and third for Jacksonville Christian. They trail Woodland 9-1 to one here in the top half of the third inning. Jacksonville Christian getting the first run of the inning. Not been able to answer since. Wild four runs in the bottom half of the first and five in the bottom of the second. Off-speed pitch again inside for another ball. Two balls, two strikes. Cormick will step back in, gets ready to fire. It's going to be another one that she'll foul off the backstop. Chapel will pick it up and throw it right back in. Cormac will step back in, getting ready to fire. Delivers. 
That one going to be off the knees. Actually rolls behind Chapel. Carter over to third. Thought about breaking for it, but wisely laid off. Three balls, two strikes to Abby Stovall. Rebecca Carter at third. Courtesy runner for Crimson Clay over at second. Next pitch. It's going to be a line shot through the glove of McCormick. One run's going to come across the scores. The ball rolls in the center field. Taylor Wilson will pick it up and throw it back in. And it's now 9-2. to two. The throw over to third to get a napping runner. Uh, the throw in time, but Lovren couldn't keep it in her glove. It's going to be the uh, courtesy runner number 13, Lizzie Zimmerman. Now in scoring position. Nine to two, your score now. Cormac will step away, look at her wrist, get the call, and step back in. Next pitch, swing and a miss for strike one to Ella Kynes. Ella Kynes, I think, wanted the ball so bad she took a step back and then swung. Woodland in their orange uniforms today. That one going to be belt tied. Perfect pitch for McCormick in that strike two. Woodland all orange jerseys. Bobcats written in white outlined in navy blue across the chest. White numerals, white pants, blue socks. Jacksonville Christian kind of going in a two-tone setup. Fly ball, and that one's going to drop right behind the second base bag. A throw to first, not going to be in time, and they're going to let the runner come in. Going to be a hard uh, hard play for Mitchell to throw it that far and get the runner out from third, so a quick throw over to first is what she'll do. She'll concede the run, and it's now 9-3. to three. Single for Ella Kynes. Coming in to score was Zimmerman. That will move Stovall over to third. Runners on the corners. No out here in the top half of the third inning. Two runs have come across the score for the Thunder. Inside pitch. They're going to let the runner go. So now runners over at second and third base with Kynes moving over. Maybe Stovall remain at third. Not a bad decision there because you risk the runner coming in from third to score if you try to worry about the runner going to second. It's not a bad idea there just to let that runner get the second base bag because you know, well, they can't really go anywhere after that. 1-1 count. Swings over the top of that one, just missing for strike two. One ball, two strikes to Kara Grace. Outside pitch, trying to bring it in the zone was Chapel. Didn't quite work. Two balls, two strikes. Still looking for the first out of the inning here in the top half of the third inning. Next pitch from Mack. Going to be a ground ball over to Lover, and she'll throw to third or throw to home. Delivers the tag. And the tag was in time. However, 
the ball was kicked out of the glove of Chloe Chapel. One run comes across the score. However, the throw going back to second to try to get Grace is going to be in time. And that was uh, Maddie Mitchell delivering that tag. So there is one out in the inning. A run does come across the score. It's 9-4 to four now in favor of Woodland. They do record their first out. That's going to be a bunt. It stays fair. Cross covers, throws over to Maddie covering first base. And that play is going to be in time, but another run will come in to score. Two down in the inning, nine to five. So now the bases are cleared. Kynes coming in to score on that one. Here comes J.C. Brackett. First pitch she sees out of the zone for a ball. One ball, no strike. J.C. Brackett. Brackett, the last time she was up at the plate, she reached via the walk. Next pitch. Knee high, dropping for a ball. Two balls, no strikes to J.C. Brackett. Aaron Prater waiting on deck for the Jacksonville Christian Thunder. Next pitch. Taking that's going to be high for a ball. Three balls, no strikes to J.C. Brackett. Cormac will step in, delivers a 3-0. Called strike at the knees. Beautiful pitch from Mack. So take a second, step out, get her thoughts. Now she's ready to get back in. Fires a 3-1. She'll get a piece, fouls it straight back. Another time we see it from Mack. She doesn't let those 3-0 counts bother her too much. She is... Come back again from 3-0. Now she's got her 3-2. Let's finish right here, Mac. Next pitch, ground ball. That's going to occur a foul down the third baseline. Hitting a groove in the dirt and just sliding on through. To get 3-2 one more time. Ground ball. Lover, no, can't do it. It'll slide through the glove of Lovern and out of the path of Leah Williamson for a base hit. So we now go to the top of the lineup. J.C. Brackett with a single. Here comes Aaron Prater. Prater, this will be her third time at the plate, but second, her, uh, her official second at bat. She walked her last time up, and flew out her last time. We're going to have a pitching change. We'll tell you about the pitching change when we return. Your score in the top half of the third inning, 9-5 to five in favor of the Lady Cats. You're listening to Lady Cats Softball from High School Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. For custom-made-to-order products for your home or business, check out the Old Station Etching and Engraving in Woodland. Wooden signs for your home, personalized tumblers with your business's or favorite team's logo, and so much more. If it can be personalized, you can count on the creative team at the Old Station for affordable customizing with a quick turnaround. That's the Old Station Etching and Engraving, part of Heron Monument and Memorial, 124 Woodland Drive in downtown Woodland. 
New pitcher in the circle for the Lady Cats is going to be Josie Cross. Josie Cross coming in uh, with a 4-1 and record. This will be her 15th appearance on the year. She's thrown 46 innings, has 48 strikeouts to 17 walks. Uh, the last time out we saw her was against Welburn back on April the 27th. She threw a complete game, seven innings, allowed five hits, three earned runs, struck out 10, walked three, and she threw a season-high 112 pitches. She's coming in for Mackenzie McCormick, who uh, recorded two and two-thirds innings, allowing five runs. First pitch from Cross. Going to be off the shoe tops inside for ball one to Aaron Prater. Third inning, third time up for Prater. As we mentioned before, he went to break a walk and a flyout. Next pitch. Same spot, line shot over to Leah Williamson at short, and that'll do it for this inning. Top half of the third inning for Jacksonville Christian. They score four runs to cut the lead to 9-5 to five over Woodland. Coming up next for the Cats, we will see Josie Cross, Kaylee Crenshaw, and Ella Waits. To the bottom of the third we go. Woodland leads Jacksonville Christian 9-5. to five. You're listening to Lady Cat Softball from iSchool Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. Where can you get good neighborhood service and surprisingly great insurance rates? At State Farm, because State Farm agent Ken Seifert is your one-stop shop in Roanoke and Randolph County for the service you deserve at the price you want. So stop looking around. State Farm agent Ken Seifert is ready to help. Call 334-863-2610 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Jacksonville Christian getting four runs in that last half inning as they now have cut into Woodland's lead by a score of 9-5 to here in game one of the AHSAA Softball East Central Regional live from Lagoon Park in Montgomery, Alabama. Taylor Jones with you on the call. We'll be covering uh, Woodland Lady Cat softball for their entire stay here in Montgomery. We'll also be covering the Wadley Lady Dogs who – Hope to get started real soon. The game that's being played on their field right now is currently in the seventh inning. First pitch from Crenshaw. Crenshaw is going to take it left side, and that will drop for a base hit. So, good way to start for Crenshaw. First pitch she sees is going to be a single. So, now here comes Ella Waits. Ella Waits led off the last inning. Unfortunately for her, was not able to get on base, but it was after her when the damage really got started. First pitch to Ella. Thinks about dropping down the bunt, rushing in from third base, Abby Stovall. Tell you what, she did not back off until her catcher, Rebecca Carter, threw the ball back to Crimson Clay. She was hustling for that one. Next pitch, she'll bunt. It'll roll over to Clay. Clay will fire it over to first. That throw is in time. She'll move Crenshaw over to second base. There's one out in the inning, and here comes Mac McCormick. 
Chalk that one up to a sacrifice for Ella Waits. And here's Mackenzie McCormick. Nailed her 11th home run of the year over the left field wall her last time up. Line shot. She's got her second hit as it goes through the glove of the shortstop and rattles up the left field wall. Coming in to score from second base is Kaylee Crenshaw. Very quickly they get a run back in the inning. It's 10-5. Give Mack a double on that one. Just a line shot that bounced off the glove of the shortstop Clayton. Rolled all the way to the left field wall. Morales had to fire it back in to prevent Mack from going to third. Clay will ask for a new ball, and she'll get it. And here's Taylor Wilson. First pitch to Wilson in the inning. Off speed and outside for a ball. Wilson a walk and a single so far in this game. Inside pitch and she'll pop up. It's going to drop. Oh, yes, it does. McCormick is going to go to third. She'll slide. She's in safely. little hesitant there was McCormick because that was a fly ball that Hannah Clayton had all the way, but uh, Clayton, as soon as she got to the outfield grass, which I, I would say I would wouldn't hesitate to say is a good 10, 15 feet away from the bag, got to cover a lot of space in the dirt. Couldn't quite get it in her glove. Two more on now for Juliana Lovett. She'll foul this one off her ankles for strike one. Second hit of the day for Taylor Wilson. She ends up at second base. McCormick now over at third. Next pitch from Clay, going to be a ground ball to the third baseman. Third base will throw over to first. They'll concede the run. Or no, uh, Coach Bethany Johnson is saying that the first baseman's uh, foot came off the bag, and that's the call that she'll get. Home plate, or the field umpire, who's currently over at, uh, is currently over in the shortstop uh, position, will uh, make that play. Timeout on the field now as Coach Kayla Shelton's going to go over and check out Juliana. She's standing up, but it looks like she may have slipped on the bag or something as she's favoring that right leg. She and Coach Johnson will talk it over with Lovern as the field umpire will come in and check it in as well. She'll get time and she'll try to Run it out. She'll run over, touch the outfield grass, and will now come back to the bag. She'll give Coach Shelton a high five, saying, I'm ready to go, Coach. Don't take me out of this game yet. Coach Shelton will agree, and Lovern will stay in at first base. Taylor Wilson now over at third. And in steps Maddie Mitchell. First pitch for Mitchell. She'll swing under that one for strike one. Mitchell two for two so far on the night. Single in the first at bat, an RBI single. She also had a home run the last time up. It's a three-run shot that sent home Taylor Wilson and Juliana Lovard. Coincidentally, those two are on the base paths right now with one out. Outside of the zone for a ball. 
Two balls, one strike to Maddie. Two for two, four RBI in this game. That one not even reaching the zone. A slide from Lovern going to second. She'll get the stolen base, and while the throw is going over to second, Taylor Wilson comes in to score. It's 12-5 in favor of the Lady Cats. Keen eye for Taylor Wilson there at third to take advantage of that opportunity. Line shot that's just going to curve foul for Maddie. Coach Shelton over on the third baseline telling just to relax a little bit. Don't rush it. I would have definitely uh, routed up against the fence, I believe, if that, that uh, ball had stayed fair. Next pitch. That's going to stay fair. Going to be another line shot that just hops over the third base bag. Rounding third coming for home is Juliana Lover. Madison Mitchell is going to try to go for third, but they're going to say that the uh, ball rolled past foul territory uh, thanks to the temporary fencing, and uh, they're going to push Maddie back over to second. So for Madison, she's got a home run, a double, and a single. She can get the uh, she can get the triple at some point. Hello cycle. It's now thirteen to five. Lady Cats. Next pitch coming inside to Leah Williamson for ball one. Leah has also been on base the last two times, or the only two times she's been up to the plate. A hit by pitch in the first inning and a home run last time up. Line shot. Oh foul. Just missing. We have a really good vantage point here at Lagoon Park, but depth sometimes is sort of an issue because it looks like it's going to go fair, and then all of a sudden, wham, <laughs> just cuts to the left. Lagoon Park, the former home of the state championships, that decision back in January was to move the East Central Regionals from Oxford to Lagoon Park, fly ball. That'll stay in play. Calling off everybody is Clayton. It's short. She'll make the play, and that's out number two. So that'll keep Maddie over at second base, and here comes Jaden Herring. So when you look back at these, uh, back at these brackets and who all is here from Class 1A, of course you have Woodland, Jacksonville, Christian, Appalachian, and Galesville, Raglan and Wadley, and Cedar Bluff, Victory Christian. You think to yourself, why in the world are all those teams here in Montgomery? Just geographically, it makes no sense. Throw over to first is not in time on a bunt from Herring. And we've got runners on the corners. So we'll officially call that one a single for Herring. I will bunt Mitchell over to third. But yeah, when you look at that, all those that are, you know, north, north central Alabama, makes a lot of sense for Oxford, not a lot of sense for Montgomery. But that's the reason why it is. That pitch is going to be inside of Josie Cross, and taking advantage of that is going to be uh, Jaden Herring, who's now over at second base. Clay Central's also here. Randolph County will be here tomorrow. Uh, Leeds, Shelby County, 
Mortimer Jordan. Pitch is going to be outside for a ball to throw over to third base, rattled off the bat of Josie Cross, but doesn't get a batter interference call. So we're looking at a two-ball count now for Josie. Ground ball. That gets through the leg of Clay coming in to score is Mitchell. They're going to send uh, Jaden from second all the way to score. It's now 15-5 to Woodland. Another impressive RBI hit there from Josie Cross. She had a RBI double her last time up. So now here comes Kaylee Crenshaw. Second time in the inning that She's batted. Mitchell coming in to score from third. Herring coming in to score from second. 15-5. to five. Josie Cross on first. Here's Kaylee Crenshaw again. First pitch she sees knee high for called strike one. Last time up for Crenshaw, the first pitch she saw of this same inning. Uh, went in for a single. Ground ball. It's going to be over to the third baseman. A quick throw, and it's going to get through the glove of the first baseman. Saddle move cross over to third. They're thinking about sending her. They will send her, and she's in safely. So an error there in the field will get another run home for Woodland. 16-5 now in favor of the Lady Cats. Second time in the inning that Crenshaw has gotten on. So now here's Ella Waits. And right before Ella Waits steps up to the box, Mac McCormick, who's on deck, will have a nice chat with her, see if she can find a way to extend this inning. Coach Kayla Shelton in the third base box is going to talk with her as well. So now Waits will step in, second time or third time at the plate, second time this inning. Will bunt and they'll roll foul. Ground out to the pitcher and a sacrifice bunt. It's what we have so far. And it will be a pop-up foul. And oh, what a catch. Rebecca Carter dove for that ball, just missing the backstop. And that's how this inning will end. They'll leave a runner on third, however, Seven runs will come across the score for the Lady Cats, which made up for the four that came in to score for Jacksonville Christian in the top half of that inning. We're going to the fourth inning. Your score is 16-5, Lady Cats on top of Jacksonville Christian. You're listening to Lady Cats Softball from iSchool Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations and durable medical equipment, like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department, where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane, Wadawi, Alabama. 
The Car Clinic, Main Street, Downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you paying, we spraying. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the car clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the car clinic. Top of the fourth inning we go. Your score is 16-5 in favor of the Lady Cats live from Lagoon Park here in Montgomery, Alabama. Take a look at the defensive changes. Not really much. It's just an update of what happened following the pitching change at the end of last inning. Josie Cross and Mackenzie McCormick have traded spots. So Josie Cross will come in and uh, try to pitch out the rest of this game, we assume, and then Mackenzie McCormick will move over to first base uh, but as of right now, uh, everything looks to be the exact same besides that. Maddie Mitchell at second, Leah Williamson at shortstop, Juliana Lovern at third base, Jaden Herring, Taylor Wilson, Ella Waits, left, center, and right. And behind the plate is Chloe Chapel. 16-5, seven runs coming across the score that last inning for the Lady Cats. Some good news for uh, Wadley as they're getting ready to uh, finally play their first game of the area tournament, a game that was supposed to start at the same time as ours. On field number five, which is directly to our right, uh, the game featuring Shelby County and Leeds is now over, and they will now get to play Raglan. First pitch of the inning will be taken knee high. From Josie Cross to number 17, Hannah Clayton. Next pitch is going to be taken low for ball number one. Final score between Appalachian and Galesville, 12-1 to in favor of the Eagles from Appalachian High School. So now the winner of this game will take on Appalachian. The loser of this game will take on Galesville at 6 o'clock. Next pitch will be taken just outside of the zone, a little low for ball two. It's two balls, one strike to Hannah Clayton on deck. Rebecca Carter followed by Crimson Clay. So Raglan and Wadley getting ready to play. We'll provide some updates as we get them. There's a water cooler over to our right, and if I just angle myself correctly, I can see the scoreboard over there. I can see the scoreboard of the field to our left very easily. Now stepping in is Josie for the 2-2 count. Fly ball, and that will sneak over to the uh, – over to close to field five. The count will remain 2-2. 2-2. Cross will try it again, 2-2. Outside, and I'll get through the glove of Chloe Chapel. Ball three. Three-two count to Hannah Clayton. Josie will look on her wrist, get the pitch, deliver said pitch, and it's going to be a fly ball. A good job from McCormick making the easy play over to first or over from first, taking a few steps over to the right and making a play on the casual pop-up for out number one. 
good way to uh, good way to end that long at bat. Good battle there between Hannah Clayton and Josie Cross, but it's now over. Cross gets the win there, and here comes Rebecca Clayton. First pitch to Clayton inside. They're going to get the strike call for strike one. Single and a double for the third-place batter, Rebecca Carter. Rebecca Carter, the catcher, who also made a pretty uh, impressive play to end the inning. That's going to be a pop-up. Ella Waits, it's just going to be out of the reach of Ella Waits. It's going to rattle up against the wall. Good throw from Waits is going to be short. They're going to round her over from second to third. And she's thinking about making the throw home, but uh, Leah Williamson's going to make her think about it for a second, and they'll hold her there. So for Rebecca Carter, a single in the first inning, a double in the third, and now here in the top half of the fourth inning, a triple. One home run away from the cycle. So now the infield will come together, chat for a second. Josie Cross looking over to the dugout, getting the pitch she needs. Everybody going to look down at their wristbands to see what they need to do. Next pitch coming. That's going to be taken knee high inside corner. There's the strike call to Crimson Clay. Another pitcher versus pitcher matchup. Winner of this game will play Appalachian at 6 o'clock. Next pitch will be swung just a little out of the zone for strike two. Oh, 2 That one way outside, but she'll swing at that one. A drop third strike. The throw is going to be in time. However, that run will come across from third to score. It's now 16 to 6. So for Carter, she's come across the score in two of her three opportunities. Side pitch, and she gets out of the way of that one. Pitch that came in a little low, had to dance out of the way. So we'll be ball one to Abby Stovall for Jacksonville Christian. Woodland on top, 16-6 to here in the top half of the fourth inning. It's like if Jacksonville Christian delivers one punch, Woodland's got about seven they deliver right back. Next pitch, awesome frame job there from Chloe Chapel. She's been trying to get the calls uh, all game long. She finally snuck that one in the zone before the umpire could really see. So one ball, one strike. Next pitch, ground ball, and it will be fouled on the first baseline. Wadley and Raglan now on the air, also on iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Tim Altork on the call. You may be able to hear some of that game in our microphone as he is uh, calling the game on the field directly to our right, so we're very close from one another. If you're wanting to hear both, you may be lucky and 
hear both broadcasts on ours or the Wadley server. Next pitch is going to be taken inside again for 2-2. Two balls, two strikes to Abby Stovall. Stovall, another player that's gotten on base every time that she's stepped up to the plate, two singles. It's going to be a ground ball. Madison's going to knock it down. A quick throw to first, not going to be in time. That one kind of ate her up a little bit. She had to knock it down with her glove, but in order to pick it up and make the throw to McCormick, she needed a little bit more time, maybe another second or two. But softball being the way that it is, you're not going to have as much time as you'd like. So that will leave a runner on first. It will be the third time that Stovall's gotten on base. Now here's Ella Kynes. First pitch from Cross to Kynes is going to be a foul ball. Hits off the top of the backstop. Tall backstops here at Lagoon Park. I'd say a good 20 feet tall. Pitch going to be low. Throw over. Do they get the tag? No, they do not. Oh, man. Ball outside. Chapel threw it perfectly over to Leah. Threw it over just to the left. That way it would be easier for Leah to drop the tag, but the tag was not in time, and Abby Stovall is going to be safe going to second. So here's Cross. That next pitch is outside. Stovall thinking about going to third, but she'll casually walk back. Swing and a miss for strike three. And that'll do it for this half inning. Jacksonville Christian, they'll leave a runner on, and we're at 16-6 as we head to the bottom half of the fourth inning. You're listening to Lady Cat Softball from iSchool Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. Hey, folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. A story of tradition eclipsing a hundred years, a foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success. To the bottom of the fourth we go. It will be uh, the leadoff batters, one, two, three for Woodland. It will be Mackenzie McCormick, Taylor Wilson, Juliana Lovern. They will be facing a new pitcher for the Jacksonville Christian Thunder. It will be Carly Chesson coming in for Crimson Clay. We're looking around to see if maybe she has another spot uh, in the field. have not spotted her just yet, but when we do, we'll gladly let you know. But it will now be Carly Chesson coming in for the Jacksonville Christian Thunder as 
They are down 16-6 to our Woodland Lady Cats. Currently in the Woodland-Wadley game in the second inning, it was a two-run uh, base hit from Melody Jordan for Wadley. They now lead 2-0 over Raglan. How great would it be to get a sweep of Area 10 right up here in uh, Montgomery, Alabama? Kenzie McCormick, Taylor Wilson, Juliana Lovern. Last time up for McCormick, she reached via the double. Taylor Wilson had a single, as did Juliana Lovern. Very impressive inning. It saw seven runs come across the score. They lead 16-6. And we talked about uh, kind of what Woodland has done and kind of the story of this game where it's like if Jacksonville Christian throws one punch, Woodland's got about seven or eight. They throw right back very quickly. Saw in the second inning. Three home runs over the left field wall. Two of them were back-to-back. Leah Williamson and uh, Madison Mitchell hit them in back-to-back at-bats. Kenzie McCormick also hit a home run in the second inning. She's getting ready for her fourth time at the plate today. McCormick thinking about laying down a bunt. She'll pull back, and that will be taken for ball one. Wind has died down a pretty considerable amount since this game started. The wind are the flags that are to our right in the center of the ball or center of the complex not blowing at all they were blowing towards our field when we first started the american flag it's on top of the city of montgomery flag right here at lagoon park cormick laying down a bunch she'll foul it off again so we moved the count to 1 2 got to assume here that McCormick will not bond in this situation, but we'll see. One-two count. Doesn't look like she's showing bunt this time. And she'll foul this one off left side. That signature tomahawk swing that McCormick has just a little too early. Count remain one ball, two strikes. 1-2 coming to McCormick. Ground ball, little curve foul. Took one hop into fair territory before rolling to the left down the third baseline foul. Woodland Lady Cats uh, coming into Montgomery yesterday. Left the school. uh, Great crowd. uh, Wished them well as they left for Montgomery yesterday. That one's going to Roll down the middle for <laughs> ball two. Don't know how long uh, that one actually stayed in the air, but it was more like a bowl, and that's also going to be a, another one that hops about halfway between the rubber and the plate. So very quickly, 3-2 now on Mac. Got to practice a little bit and then take in a Montgomery Biscuits game at the Riverwalk Stadium last night. The Lady Cats did. Fly ball. That's going to go right into the glove of Hannah Clayton for out number one. Just a slow pop-up that uh, Clayton was able to reel in. So one out in the inning, and here's Taylor Wilson. Taylor Wilson, last two plate appearances, two singles. She's also reached via a walk. Has a stolen base in the game. 
Ooh, and that one actually goes above Wilson's head. Good job by the catcher, Carter, to reel that one in and keep it in front. 16-6, your score. Bottom half of the fourth. Wilson showing bump, but she will pull back. The run rule is is uh, 15 runs after the third inning, uh, 10 runs after the fifth. And Wilson will drop down a bunt. It's a beauty. It'll roll to third base. The throw is in time. And Wilson stepped on the bag and slipped. She hopped off. But I think she's going to be okay as she will walk back towards the dugout. Very similar to what happened to Juliana uh, when she was running to first base a couple of innings ago where it looks like she slipped on the bag a little bit, kind of hopped. don't know if it just tweaked her ankle a little bit, but she was able to walk it off and stay in the ball game. Wilson will be okay as well. She'll come back into the dugout and will sit down, and she'll now get ready for the next inning. Juliana Lovern, speaking of, will now step back into the box. First pitch she sees is going to be taken for a ball. Another one that doesn't quite make it to the plate. Ball two. That one hopping about three-quarters of the way down. Winner of this game gets Appalachian. We'll be playing at approximately 6 o'clock. This pitch is going to be taken outside of the zone and low again for ball three. Three balls, no strikes to Juliana Lovern. Juliana's reached on a double and a single her last two times up. Knee high, they'll be taken low for a ball. Be a walk for Juliana, and here comes Maddie. Maddie Mitchell, let's see if she can get a triple here to complete the cycle. Fly ball. That one's going to drop. She may have it. Juliana's going to round second. She's going to go to third. They're going to hold her there. So, no, it won't be a triple for Maddie Mitchell, but she does have her fourth hit of the ball game, her second double. They'll hold Lovern over at third, and here comes Leah. Wadley leading Raglan two to nothing as they go to the bottom half of the first inning. First pitch to Williamson going to be taken right off the mask for ball one. Great crowd here from Woodland. Here supporting the Lady Cats. Next pitch is going to be taken high again for a ball. Williamson showing bunt on that situation, but Abby Stovall, before the pitch was even thrown, was probably about five feet away from Williamson going to be there as soon as the ball came off the bat. Looks like she's going to creep in again very tightly as well. Williamson's going to hit a ground ball. That's going to get through the gap on the left side. Coming across the score is Lover. They're going to send Maddie Mitchell from second in the score. And it's now 18-6, Lady Cats. And again, they were playing real tight over there on the corners, expecting a bunt from Leah Williamson. She showed them. That's not what she's going to do. She hit a gap just to the right of the shortstop. Clayton rolls into uh, the outfield. That's going to be a single for... Juliana, or uh, Leah rather. Juliana comes in to score, as does Maddie. 
So now here's Jaden Herring. First pitch will be a strike to her. Bottom half of the fourth inning, 18-6 to six in favor of the Lady Cats. Next pitch coming. That's going to be taken on the ground for a ball. The throw to second base is in time to throw out a stealing Leah Williamson, and that's how this inning will end. Two more runs come across to score. That's Leah Williamson getting a two-RBI single there. Scored Maddie Mitchell and Juliana Lovett. It's now 18-6 to six as we go to the fifth inning, and this could be the last uh, chance for Jacksonville Christian if they cannot score three runs, your score 18 to 6 in favor of the Lady Cats. You're listening to Woodland Softball from High School Sports Network, powered by the Knowles Group. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRA-SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. To the top half of the fifth inning, we go from Lagoon Park in Montgomery, Alabama. The Lady Cats are on top of Jacksonville Christian by a score of 18-6. to The last chance for the Jacksonville Christian Thunder unless they can score three runs. The run rule in the AHSAA being if you're up by 15 runs at the end of the third inning or if you're up by 10 runs at the end of the fifth inning, then the mercy rule is in effect. And it is in effect right now. The Lady Cats just have to get three, uh, three outs in order to make that happen. They're going to uh, do so with Josie Cross being in the circle, coming in for her second complete inning of work. Try to get out the winner of this game, which is looking like it'll be the Lady Cats. They'll take on Appalachian at approximately 6 o'clock tonight here at Lagoon Park. And it looks like Jacksonville Christian will take on Galesville. Again, 6 o'clock uh, I know if you win a game today, you get to come back tomorrow. So we look forward to being back tomorrow, regardless of what happens in game two. First pitch is going to be taken foul for uh, strike one to Kara Grace. Next pitch, she'll golf this one the exact same way. That'll actually get out of play this time. It'll roll towards. Uh, the fans down the first baseline. So we mentioned a lot of Woodland fans in town today. A lot of them uh, stayed overnight, went to the Biscuits game last night. And they'll be here again tomorrow. Third pitch is going to be a foul ball. Score will remain 0-2. Woodland leading Jacksonville Christian here in the fifth inning, 18-6. to High pitch. Now we're going to be taking at uh, taking as a ball. One ball, two strikes. 
One, two, swing and a miss, strike three call. And that's one down here in the inning. Kara Grace goes down looking. So here's Amelia Morales, followed by J.C. Brackett. Next, we'll get a pinch hitter here as number 21, Riley Sanders, checks in. So Riley Sanders, a left-hander. Check into the game. First pitch from Cross is going to be taken outside for a ball. 18-6 on a very cloudy day here in Montgomery. That'll find the zone on the outside portion for called strike one. One ball, one strike. Here in this 18-6 ball game. Next pitch, off the corner for a ball. So that'll be 2-1 on Riley Sanders, number 21. Ground ball. No, they're going to say that that one found the zone on the low corner. thought that one for sure was going to be called low for Josie Cross, but it was not. Cross got the benefit of the doubt there. As we now fight back 2-2. One down in the inning. Next pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike three. That's two strikeouts in the inning for Josie Cross. One more to go for the Jacksonville Christian Thunder. And their last chance to keep this game going is J.C. Brackett. Brackett, the first baseman, she's gotten on every time she stepped up to the plate. She's walked and she also has a single. However, she has not gotten past first base either time. First pitch from Josie, a little below the knees. Next pitch, that one knee high, but a little on the inside corner that time. Same exact uh, distance from the ground, but just a little tighter. And that now brings up a 2-0 count. That one on the outside corner that time for strike one. That one looked a little higher. Cross slipping it into the zone. Trying to go for a strikeout or trying to go for a ground ball is what it looks like right now for Cross. There's another one that's going to dip in there. That one right down the middle of the plate for strike number two. So Jacksonville Christian down to their final strike here in game number one for Magoon Park. Here it comes, 2-2. Two, two. That'll be low. We'll get through the legs of Chloe Chapel. Bounce off the shin guards of the home plate umpire. 3-2 the count. Cross will look down at her wrist, get the pitch. Likes what she sees. Now she's ready to fire. 3-2 coming. Swing and a miss. Strike three call, and this ball game is over. What a way to end the uh, run rule 18-6 win for the Woodland Lady Cats. Three up, three down, all via the strikeout from Josie Cross. 
Your final score, 18-6 to in favor of the Lady Cats. Be sure to stay tuned to our Facebook page as we give you up-to-the-minute updates as for when you can expect to listen to the Lady Cats again. We know right now that they will be taking on Appalachian. Game's supposed to start at 6 o'clock, however, with several games having to be moved due to the weather and the rain that happened here in Montgomery a little earlier. It may be a little later, so be sure to stay tuned to our Facebook page and we will, of course, give you updates. Of course, if you're already following us on Mixler, every time we go live, we'll, of course, uh, send you a notification uh, that says that we're going live. So just uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, your final score, 18-6. to Woodland getting the win over Jacksonville Christian in game one in five innings. We invite you to tune over to the Wadley game as they're taking on Raglan right now. They're up 2-0. Tim Altork has the call that's going on uh, on the game uh, on the field over to our right. So until later today, we'll talk to you again soon. This is Taylor Jones live from Lagoon Park in Montgomery, Alabama, where your final score, Woodland, defeats Jacksonville Christian by a score of 18-6. to We'll see you later tonight live from Lagoon Park. This East Central Regional Softball game has been an exclusive broadcast of iSchool Sports Network. Rights have been granted by the Alabama High School Athletic Association to iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use without the express written consent of iSchool Sports Network is strictly prohibited. Today's game has been brought to you by The Knowles Group, Southern Union State Community College, First Bank of Alabama, WM Grocery, H&M Drugs, Farm Boys, The Chuck House, The Car Clinic, State Farm Agent Ken Seifer, Robertson's Air Repair, Old Station Engraving, Ray Bucks, Downtown 56, Meadows Farm Equipment, and the Randolph Leader. Thank you for listening.